everyone. It's April, and we're going into the holiday weekend. I can't wait. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have a wonderful Fourth of July weekend, and it's it was has been extremely hot, but it's cooled down today, so it's beautiful. Um, I wanted to report that Guinness is doing wonderfully. <clears throat> he's taking care of all of his meds. He's doing what he's supposed to do. And he's being his old snarky self, which always makes me happy when he's snarky. And everyone else is doing well as well. But, you know, it's the 4th of July time and all these fireworks are going off and everything. So I have to stay pretty close to home. My little min pin gets upset if I just sneeze the wrong way. So I have to really watch her, um, little bitty, because she gets so scared. I've never seen a dog shake so much in my life, but she's... Whatever experience she had before she got here has shaped her into being a little scaredy cat. So she doesn't like noises. If we have, you know, fireworks or there's a loud boom or something, she'll scream and cry and go, oh, my God, the world's ending. You know, we're all going to die. Um, but I'm keeping her close to me this weekend um, just so she doesn't get scared. Do your dogs get scared, Tony? Uh, no. No. Um, Madison did. Shannon did, but no, these two here do not pay attention. Wow. Yeah. Well, Guinness so. doesn't get Guinness doesn't get upset. He'll now that he's got that little bit of dementia going on, he'll bark into space. Like if if, if there's a loud boom, he'll start barking. Like he'll look up and say, "Okay, who did that?" Um, I think he sees spirit and stuff. But everyone else is all good. The cats just hide, and my two little puppies. The one, as I said, Biddy gets all bent out of shape, and the other one just wraps up in her blanket and says, let me know when it's over. I mean, little Nellie, she, she, she's like a hot dog. It could be 200 degrees in this office, and she's wrapped up like a hot dog. So and if I take her out of it saying, honey, it's too hot, she goes right back in. So she's making her choice. If she wants to be hot, then I guess she's going to be hot. So, Tony, how is everybody over there today? Everybody doing good? Everybody's doing good. Um, yeah, no problem. I'm, tr I'm trying to think. Um, I'm taking Alex to the vet. He's got a cracked tooth in the back, but it's not bothering him or anything. But I want to get on it before it bothers him. Um, oh, yeah. But other than that, and we don't have an appointment until July, I think, 25th. So that's the only <sighs> update on the kids. So, you know, we're doing good. Yeah, it must be busy there right now oh, in Biddeford. I'm 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 swamped. I'm swamped. All the summer rental um you know, people are not very nice. Um well, some people and they're aren't. Not, and they're not respectful. Boy. Uh it's amazing. Wow. Where's their mama? My, I always say, "Where's your mama?" when people aren't respectful cuz my mother would have my mother would have plowed me under if I was disrespectful to people. She just didn't put up with that. But I guess it's oh, a whole different generation now. Well, you know, I mean, so, these are people, I think, that just, you know, they they feel entitled. I mean, that's all I can think of. And I, I think the same thing in my head. I'll go, you were raised oh, wow. better than that. Yeah, but, you know, where's your mama? Yeah, it's only three months. You know, I cuss them out in my head, and then I move on. Ah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to go get get Veronica, and okay. you can shuffle off the buffalo like you do so well. I know. I do it very well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Um, you know, got questions, I encourage you to write in like I do every week. Don't be shy. Um, and write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Indeed we are. Good day to you. Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Lydia. I've heard that our good efforts in the world create space for others to evolve and be happy. What does the phrase to create space mean? Well, it means that you are going to back your energy up a little and not be controlling of other people's energy. Let them be who they be who they are. Um, a lot of times, even with the best intentions, an incarnate will sort of get in the energy field of someone else if they think they're trying to help or trying to guide. And sometimes you just have to let people be who they are. Sometimes you have to sit back and see how they make decisions, see what they're doing, and allow them to be themselves. There's a lot of people who try to tell other people what to do and how to do it all the time in the linear. And sometimes you have to create space so that another incarnate can make broad choices and maybe make a choice that's not the best for them. Sometimes you make a choice and you learn a lot from it. So creating space is allowing other people to be who they are and not interfere with their progress, especially if they're trying really hard and maybe they don't do as well as you think they should do. You should still be encouraging and you should still be supportive of them and create space for them to make the decisions that they need to evolve themselves. Okay, our next question. Don writes in, Veronica, I have talked to at least two angels in my lifetime. What do they do when they disappear? Well, you have to remember that angelics are a much higher frequency than a human is. And it's much higher frequency than even the space of being on planet Earth. It's very thick and dense. So when angelics are seen, it usually means they have slowed their energy down as much as they can to, to appear as solid as they can. Not an easy thing for them to do, but if they want to talk to you or they want to participate in a physical way, this is the best they can do. What happens is they can only maintain it for so long, and then they go back to their higher frequency. And a lot of times it's like an airplane propeller when it's not going you can see it, it's thick, it's dense, but once it starts to spin around and vibrate, you can't see it. You know it's there, but you can't see it. And that's what happens with angelic. They slow their energy field down so they can be seen, but to maintain it can be difficult. So they go back to their regular vibration, and suddenly you can't see them anymore. So it's a linear, non-linear kind of moment that causes that. All right, Kevin would like to know, when our soul reincarnates into a new human body, 
how can our same soul live in a parallel life at the same time? Are we able to be in two are we able to be in two places at once? Well you have to remember that say you're Mary Smith. And Mary Smith, let's say, <clears throat> for example, say she has five parallel lives going on. She doesn't look into those. She doesn't divide herself up. It's kind of like a prism, P-R-I-S-M, that when you shine the light on it, the prism is still there, still intact, but it shoots off, when the light shines upon it, different refractions of the light. Now, those refractions are part of that, but they're not that. So it's a difficult thing to understand when you're on the linear, but you're not really going to be in another place in time. It's all done within your energy field, but it's allowing you to make other choices of the major things that you have going on in your life and to get to experience them. So it's created so that your Mary Smith persona has the opportunity to go through all of the choices that she would make about a considerable subject or an event. So it's really not being in two places at the same time. And we realize it's easy to confuse that. So you need to think about that a little bit. And remember, it's like a prism. That will help you, we think. If you look at one and see the, and see the light reflect, you may understand a bit better. Okay, our next question is coming from Stan. How would I know if I was an involved person? Well, it's not like you go around and monitor yourself. Most of you have a pretty clear grasp of what it means to be an involved being. It means that you're thinking clearly. It means that you take the time to go through your choices and the events in your life thoughtfully. A lot of younger souls will run in and race through everything and not get the lesson. An evolved energy wants to grow, wants to learn, wants to experience everything it possibly can. Now, if you're one of those people that we just mentioned, those three attributes, you're most likely a highly evolved being because there is great desire, great focus upon the life so that you can get the most benefit, grow the most. Self-awareness is a thing that happens quite a bit in linear reality. And the self-awareness of your progress is a very good thing to get in touch with. So we'd say the next time you're meditating, taking some prayerful time, Start to think about how you feel and how you perceive your grasp of learning the lessons that you have done in your life. Think it through. Give it a little bit of time. We think most of you will be pleasantly surprised that you're a little bit more evolved than you thought you were. All right, Veronica, that was our last question. If you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. You know, as always, I do too. And, you know, I, you know, write in. 
whatever you're thinking, there's nothing crazy, there's nothing that you should be shy of. Just write in to innerwhispersradio.com and we'll do our best to get your question on the air. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. So we hear that there is a holiday afoot. Holidays were created to celebrate certain events and people, yes. But holidays are also a very grand opportunity to stop the repetitive motion of your linear participation. Get up, go to work, come home, or whatever your pattern may be. And a holiday is a good time to change your pattern drastically for a day or two. It will help clear out some of the clutter in your brain. It will refresh your brain because you'll be thinking about and doing other things instead of the repetitive motion. We think each of you should be kind to yourself during any holiday and take advantage of it and change the energy up so that you're doing something very different. And it's easy to do. There's all kinds of things that can occur during a holiday. But use it. Decide that you do need that break, that you do need the mental change of direction, even if it's just for the day. Spend time with those you love. Spend time with yourself. But change your pattern. Consciously change it. If you usually do something at 10 o'clock, don't do that thing at 10 o'clock. Do something different. Because as a human being, you can get involved in all this repetitive stuff. And you become a little bit, let's say, zombie-like by just going through the motions. Don't live your life going through the motions. Live your life thoughtfully. Change direction whenever you can. Because it will do nothing but invigorate you and clean up any sort of tiredness or despair that you might be feeling because maybe something's not going right. And maybe if you back up from it for a day, you'll come back with back to it the next day with renewed vigor. Use your holidays. Decide that you're going to change the patterns. And of course, spend time with all of your little furry friends who miss you dreadfully throughout your work week. <laughs> Make sure you spend time with them too. But when the holiday happens, with renewed ideas of how you're going to spend your day and use it so that your energy and your self-awareness is full of new ideas. It is the thing to do. So enjoy the holiday, but also make sure that you reinvigorate yourself while you're participating. Thank you, Veronica. That was a beautiful message. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, bye-bye.